0: what's going on beloved i'm bj clark and this is the kingdom life podcast the show where we discuss practical biblical principles of christian living we'll discuss topics such as relationships family finance and everyday christian living together we'll learn what it really means to be about that life the kingdom life what's going on beloved thank you again for tuning in to the kingdom life podcast i'm your host bj clark and i hope you are having a wonderful week listen i hope you look forward to hanging with me as much as i love hanging with you so um thank you again for tuning in thank you for your support we've been out of commission for a little while um for those of you who are unaware um about two weeks ago, I tested positive for COVID. Um, <laughs> I noticed I had lost my sense of smell, and I went and got tested and determined I was positive. Um, I'm thankful earlier today I was tested so I could return back to work and ministry and um, activities and duties. And And thanks be unto God, I am negative. Um, during my little span, I did have a few mild symptoms, nothing major. Um, where I had to be hospitalized. Um, But I am extremely grateful to God um, that it wasn't more severe than it could have been. Um, And I know that I am extremely blessed considering those who, you know, had it so much more severe and, you know, had to be hospitalized and even the thousands of people who lost their lives due to this virus. Um, I'm so grateful that God was gracious to me to allow me to pretty much kind of return to normal. I got my sense of smell back. And like I said, I had a few mild symptoms, but nothing really, really serious. Um, You know, this whole thing just really caused me to um, really give things a different perspective as far as my life is concerned. And and just understand that life is really precious and fragile and We take so many things for granted. And beloved, let's be honest, (laughs) many of us on borrowed time anyway, I know I am. So um, we definitely need to make the best of every moment that we have in this life, because tomorrow's not promised. I encourage you to protect yourselves and whatever you deem that is. Um, Protect you and your loved ones and your friends with whatever measures uh, you believe that are suitable And more importantly, trust God in in and for all things. Um, And let's just keep one another in prayer during these trying times. The one thing I will definitely always hold to, the fact that God is always in control. And I believe we're going to be fine. I believe God is going to get a great purpose and get something great out of all this. Um, So, just rambling, but... Thank you all so much for your prayers and your concern, those who knew um, we were dealing with that. So that's why we didn't have the podcast. But I am so grateful for a clean bill of health and excited to get back to work as it relates to ministry and so many other things that are on my heart. So thank God for you. Um, Don't forget to join us on August the 17th for The Voyage, Your Story, His Glory with our special guest, Apostle and Prophetess Leon and Linda McNair um, from Raymond Word Ministries. Um, Hadn't had a chance to confirm the interview with them today, but I know pretty much that they said that they would be a part of our podcast. So I'm thanking God for them. Um, They both have played a major role in my life as far as mentoring me in the faith. And when I tell you this phenomenal woman of God, spoken to my life more than 20 years ago many of the things that i'm not only i've walked out but i'm still walking out in my life um i'm telling you it's just absolutely phenomenal they are definitely definitely have a place in my heart as it relates to people i want to pay homage to and honor and respect as far as those i love and those who've god has used and was instrumental in my life you over these 25 years of walking with christ um what is so amazing about how God used her uh, many of the things haven't come to pass yet but they're still unfolding but many of the things that God used her to say it came (laughs) came to pass just as she said it and um and I'm telling you, I had no doubt that God used her and during the, the toughest and darkest seasons of my life those words not only served as an anchor but a beacon of light when I felt like giving up and felt like throwing in the towel. Because one thing I know, with an a certain with a certainty and assurance, that whatever God has said, He shall bring it to pass. So please make t- um, plans to join us for that, and don't forget you can listen to the podcast on that Tuesday as well as watch the replay of the actual taping on our Facebook page that night at eight. So I hope you'll tune in. Um, Today we're going to continue in our series on prayer. Um, I want to give you some some things to meditate on um, until we return from the voyage on next week. Uh, Tonight is going to be, I really believe it's going to be epic. I want to talk about the prayer of opportunity. I hope you're ready for this. Um, I really believe this is going to blow the, the doors off your hinges. (laughs) <laughs> so stay tuned. And if anyone asks, let them know you're about that life, the kingdom life. going on my brother hey what's happening bro oh man that's a nice shirt where you get that from the kingdom life the kingdom life what's the kingdom life well the kingdom life is an interactive christian community that is focused on promoting and encouraging impactful Christian living. Okay. They're here to influence the culture as well as to shape this generation. Okay. They got a weekly podcast that deals with relevant topics from a Christian perspective, as well as an apparel and accessory online store. That's why I got this shirt from. So you can take pride and represent the Christian lifestyle wherever you go. Well, that's cool, man. Hey, look, I'm gonna go check that out, man. I definitely want me one of them shirts. And I sure could use a little something, man, to help me grow in Christ a little bit. So, hey, I appreciate that, man. Where I sign up at? Just visit the website. That's T-H-E-K-I-N-G-D-O-M-L, the number one, F-E. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. Hey, let them know you about that life, man. The kingdom life. Welcome back. Open your Bibles to Luke, the 11th chapter, starting at verse number five. Luke chapter 11, verse number five. And the Bible reads, and he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine in his journey is come to me. And I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be open unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be open If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, Will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Amen. Ah, profound teaching, one of my favorite teachings. You know, Luke chapter 12 begins with one of Jesus' disciples asking him to teach them how to pray. You know, often we learn through the scriptures that Jesus was still away to spend moments alone in prayer. We'll discuss other aspects of prayer in the, other, in the coming weeks, but I believe it is essential to spend quality time alone with the Father. For us to develop a routine, whatever we're comfortable with to to set our alarms to separate ourselves from people and commune with god is really important we'll talk more about that in the coming weeks but in verses two through four he teaches them what many call the lord's prayer which is really the disciples prayer which is fundamentally a foundation of how to pray it's it's an outline if you will In school, we learned the different type of letters, you know, personal letter, business letter, you know, the format of how you do them. And and this was essentially the foundation that Jesus gave of how to address God. So here in our foundational passage of scripture, he stirs up and encourages importunity, um, the need for fervency in prayer and consistency in prayer. And by showing how importunity will go far in our dealings with men. And this is the thing. We prevail with men by importunity because we <laughs> become bothersome to them and, and we just downright wore them out and get on their nerves. But with God, he is pleased with it. For it shows that we're not only operating in faith, but we know it pleases God because we know without faith it's impossible to please him. In Luke chapter 18, Jesus gives kind of a similar parable to this when he was talking about a woman seeking um, as far as an unjust judge favor as it relates to her adversary. But let, let's pick it up in verse number eight. And he said, I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. First, let's begin by defining this word importunity. It comes from the word importunate, importunate, (laughs) which which means urgent or persistent in solicitation, sometimes annoyingly so. You know, I, I, I call myself trying to write words down so I can make sure I pronounce them right and I still tear them up (laughs) but um but yeah to hold tenaciously to a purpose course of action or opinion as it relates to solicitations or demands let me read that again the second definition again holding tenaciously to a purpose course of action or opinion as it relates to your solicitation or Or demand. Troublesome. Annoying. Those are some other definitions. But in the text. The Greek word in the text. It means. uh, A word that's using the Greek to define. Words that are shameless. And impudent. Uh, The Amplified Bible says. I tell you. Although he will not get up. And supply him anything. Because he is his friend. Yet because of his shameless persistence and insistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. Listen, if importunity can prevail with men who <laughs> or prevail with a man who was angry. How much more will it prevail with a God who is infinitely more kind and does not become angry with our importunity? but welcomes it and accepts it. And if he does not answer our prayers presently, yet he will in due time. If we continue to pray. The main thing that we have to understand with importunity, it means, as I said, shamelessness and impudence. Our willingness to continue to go back to God as it relates to what it is that we're seeking him for to continue asking until God gives us what we need. And Jesus brought the point home, like I said, with men, how, you know, with men, it would drive them up the wall. But as it relates to God, God honors it. This is the point I would really want to drive home in verse nine. It says, and i say unto you ask and it shall be given you seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be open unto you for every one that asketh receiveth and he that seeketh findeth and to him that knocketh it shall be open now i want you to hear this in the amplified version because the amplified version really gives great clarity on what the scripture is saying. The Amplified Bible says, So I say to you, ask and keep on asking, and it shall be given you. Seek and keep on seeking, and you shall find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door shall be open to you. Jesus urges us to be relentless in our prayers until they're they're answered. Ask and keep on asking. Eventually, he'll give you what it is you're asking for. Seek and keep on seeking until he shows you or shares with you what it is you're looking for. Knock and keep on knocking persistently. Until he opens the door that you need him to? I believe one of the biggest cop-outs when it comes to prayer is when I hear people say it may not it, it it just wasn't God's will for me to have it. Or maybe it just wasn't meant for me. The fact of the matter is you have to ask, Who told you that? Who, who told you that? This was not God's will for you to have unless the Lord himself said it. The reality is we stopped praying about it because we stopped believing he would it would be answered because it didn't come in the time we thought it would. We prayed a few times and it didn't happen and we just gave up. The fact of the matter is let's think about this. Could it be possible that there are many of our prayers that are unanswered all because we gave up before we seen them come to fruition? Could it be possible that that thing that you believed and prayed about because it didn't come in the time that you thought was due time, you missed out on that prayer being answered? Beloved, it it, it caused me to sit there and think. Could it be possible that the things that I believe God for I missed out on because I got tired of not seeing this thing come to pass? Sometimes you can pray so much that it feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling. But how many times was it that we prayed and God was actually hearing? And because of our faith, God was ready to move. But because we didn't see it in the time that we allotted. We stopped praying. Mm. Cause you to really think. And I think what's happened in this day and age is we've gotten to the point that we've stopped believing prayer. We stopped believing in the power of prayer rather. Because when we don't see things happen in the time that we think they should. Or because we prayed a few times or you could have even prayed about this thing for years. Listen, I've been praying about certain loved ones giving their life to Christ. And the truth be told, many of them have gotten worse. But does that mean that God is not going to hear and respond and move upon their hearts? The scripture says that the heart of the king was in the hand of God. So surely if the heart of the king was in the hand of God to turn it high, he will. What is to say that their heart weren't in his hand? And the more you prayed, the more he began to turn their heart. Some of us might have been praying for healing, deliverance and change. And because it didn't come in the time that we thought we stopped praying. Man, it really makes you think and wonder how much have I missed based on the fact that I became weary in my prayer life. Beloved, listen, this is time. This is a time for you and I to get back to basics. Listen, it's time for you and I to go back and and, and start doing stuff like keeping a prayer journal and begin writing down all our most intimate requests and needs and develop a posture in our prayer life that says, I'm not gonna stop until this thing is answered or it comes to pangs. If it takes weeks, if it takes months, if it takes years, to believe God until it comes to pangs. And believe in faith that this list that I've developed will eventually have check marks beside them for all the prayers that he's answered. It is time. For us to get back in a posture of prayer. I really believe it's time that the body of Christ get back in a prayer mode as it relates to the things of God. We've become to the point that prayer is our last resort when it comes to many of the things that go on around us. We've gotten so used to and comfortable of handling things in our own power and our own strength that sometimes God is our last resort. And then we say things like, well, all we can do is pray, like to say that we're powerless to do anything else. Let's go ahead and pray. No, that should have been your first resort. I've always said that. But beloved, it's time for us to get back into that posture of prayer. Pray and believe God for the impossible. And this is the thing that really Jesus drove home. He said in verse number 11, if a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks fish, will he give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If he being, be, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? In this portion of the text, Christ encourages us to, re, as it relates to prayer, as it relates to um, to consider if you will, our relationship with God is our father. He makes an appeal for us to consider the hearts of earthly fathers and to think about, you know, men who are like myself, who are fathers. We want to give the best to our children and we want to see them succeed. And by no means do we want to harm them or mistreat them, but we want to give them everything that they need. If my kids are doing all that I asked them to do, that my kids would tell you there was nothing that they weren't entitled to. They come home with good grades and they, you know, conducted themselves the way that they should. If they asked me for it, if it was in my power to get it for them, my, my kids' mother and I, we would do our best to make sure they got it. So if we, mere men, who are driven by our anger and our impulses and our sin, if we have a heart to do right by our children, surely our Heavenly Father wants to do that and then some. Moreover, exceed that. Matthew chapter 7, verse 11, it takes that last part of that scripture and it says, If ye, being, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Heavenly Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask Him? The one thing I know about God, God gives good and wonderful gifts. Man, <laughs> I often use it as a joke, but I'm with, I mean with all sincereness, you know, the Lord has a way of blessing us so well that he has to remind us, you know, don't forget me when you get where you're going. The one thing he told Israel when they were coming into the promised land, and I say this in a, in a. I call it BJism. <laughs> it was like, look, once you get in the promised land and your hips is full and you enjoying life, don't you forget about me. And because God, when He blesses us so well that we often lose sight of how we got there. Let's just be honest. God has a way of blessing us so greatly that the pain and the hurt and the trouble and the struggle that we had to endure to get to that place, we forget. And sometimes the scars are, are are mended and healed and we have to be reminded, man, just a year ago, I went through that. Or two years ago, I wouldn't even seen myself in this position. God is so phenomenal in how he does things. So as Jesus was saying, if we mere men, Know how to do right by our children. Surely our Father in heaven will go above and beyond to look out for us. Listen, beloved. You have the ability to change things around you. In your home, on your job, every place you and I desire change. Every place we desire God to move we have been given the key that will unlock the door and every day we can be making strides at changing our lives but the key is only effective if we use it I pray that importunity will become a part of your prayer life that it will be (laughs) the thing you hinge your faith on to know that God I believe you and I'm not gonna let you go until you bless me stay tuned for my final thought right after this let me first begin by telling you Thank you for listening to this podcast. I get a joy and excitement of being able to use this platform to express my passion week in and week out. The Word of God is really one of the things I'm most passionate about, and my heart is, as it relates to the body of Christ, that we can be better instruments for Him, for the kingdom, as well as for the world around us that watch our lives. But the most important thing to me is that you be saved. Listen, I know this is one of the most important decisions that you could ever make in your life, but I tell you, it is one of the best. Won't you consider surrendering your life to Christ? He says the influence in which he wants to exert in your life is not harsh, but aiding. And his burden is not actually a burden at all, but relief. And listen, I want to give you an opportunity to experience a life and a light that has changed my life going on 25, 26 years. And it's easy. It's just three simple steps that you can do to accept the Lord Jesus in your life. The first step is to hear. We learn through the Gospel that Jesus Christ died for our sins. He was buried and rose from the dead. And through the price paid by Jesus Christ and believing on Him and trusting Him as Savior, we are forgiven of our sins and we're put in the right standing with God. The second step is believe. In order to be accepted by God, we must believe in our hearts that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that He died for our sins and rose again. The Bible says, If you believe this, you shall be saved. And the last step confess. The Bible teaches, With our heart, one believes, but with your confession, it confirms that you believe. By confessing that you receive Christ, you make Him Savior and Lord of your life. And because you've done this by faith, God has made you right with him. And with these three simple steps, you can receive salvation today. So why don't you do this? Repeat this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I admit that I'm a sinner. I've done many things that don't please you, and I'm sorry, and I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me. I believe that you died on the cross for me to save me and you rose from the dead. I come to you now and ask you to come into my heart and to take control of my life. For this day forward, I make you Lord and Savior of my life. In Jesus name. Amen. Listen, beloved, if you said that prayer with me consider yourself saved and welcome to the family and do me a favor if you said that prayer drop me a line at The Kingdom Life that's T-H-E-K-I-N-G D-O-M-L the number one F-E dot com and let me know you've made this wonderful decision I would love to celebrate this moment with you I pray God's speed, and I pray that you'll see that this is the best decision You ever made. God bless. Beloved. It's time we enhance our prayer lives. Think about all the prayers. That were left unanswered. Not because God was incapable of doing it. But because we gave up prematurely. I need us to dream again. Believe for the impossible again. Listen, you don't need a whole community of people to believe with you. All you need is just one. You and I are that one. And listen, just the faith to believe that we can move God to move on our behalf because of our importunity, if we have that frame of mind there's nothing you and i can accomplish there is no one our ministries can't reach there is no place the spirit of god can't go and change whatever needs to be changed i believe that it first begins with our willingness to ask and keep asking. To seek and keep on seeking until we find it. To knock and keep knocking until that door is open. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for our listeners. I pray you will speak to our hearts in the days and the weeks to come about building our persistence and and consistency in our prayer lives. Then we will begin to see your hand move in our lives and our various situations, that this will begin to spark our faith, to ignite a flame, to believe you for the impossible. That those that might have given up, they'll believe you again for the impossible. Remove the distractions from our lives and help us to make our prayer genders make them out, and go to work. Father, we thank you for this platform, and I thank you for our listeners who listen to this podcast. May you kindly, sir, bless them for their encouraging words and support of this ministry. And I'll give you praise and thanks. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen. Be sure to visit our website at The Kingdom Life. That's T H E K I N G D O M L, the number one F E dot com. There you can join our interactive community, follow us on social media, listen and even subscribe to our podcast on the various platforms we're on, as well as visit our online store, The Kingdom Factory, where you can shop and purchase authentic Kingdom Life apparel and accessories. And do me a favor, if this podcast was a blessing to you or if you have any comments, questions or inquiries, feel free to leave me a message when you visit our website by clicking the contact tab and leave me a message there and I'll respond as soon as I can. Listen, once again, beloved, I thank you for tuning in. Stay about that life, the kingdom life. We'll see you next time. God bless.